0: Hello lovely single mums and thank you for joining this podcast where we'll be talking about how to make positive changes and live your best life. My name is Lucy Good and I'm the founder of Beanstalk, an online space dedicated to supporting and inspiring single mums from all walks of life. And today I have great pleasure in chatting once more to Willow Ford from Life Reimagined. When Willow became a single mum, like most single mums, it was a challenging time emotionally and she couldn't help but feel like a bit of a failure and blamed her ex and herself for how things had ended. Yet after a time of mourning and healing, she found herself asking how she could get over the pain and move forward so her issues, baggage and negative beliefs wouldn't affect her children. She got into self help books, podcasts, online free materials, but nothing stuck, and so she decided to go deeper. She resonated with a particular lady that she found through good old Google, um, also a mum and a mindset coach, and fast forward 18 months to the present day and where we are now, um, and she's taken back her power, taken responsibility, has overcome pain and grief, and most importantly, her children have blossomed. Willow is now dedicated to helping other single mums do the same and is now a certified mindset and personal development coach and that's why we're talking to her today on this podcast. Welcome Willow. What a wonderful
1: intro. I
0: <laughs> <laughs> well I think I summed it all up but I did just want to go back to something that I mentioned in the intro. Um, about the fact that you searched high and low for resources to help you at this difficult time in your life. And I'm sure that a lot of mums listening um, can resonate with that. Um, But you found nothing to help you until you eventually came across a lady who had a real impact on your life. Um, And not only did she really help you, but she ultimately made you create the business that we're talking about today, which is Life Reimagined. What was it about her that stood out to you above everybody else?
1: Yeah, it's, it's actually really interesting. Um, what you don't know is that I found her because I was looking for someone that could sort of do mindset coaching for Share Abode, which is the co-living platform. But we kind of discussed that and it appeared that I couldn't sell a product that I didn't know. So I decided to, because she spoke to me so much, sort of see how she operated her mindset business And I did one session with her and I just loved her so much. She spoke to me. She had been in a really bad place. She's not a single mom, but she'd had some really bad experiences in her life. She's managed to turn it around. She now has, you know, a really happy, healthy family, a vibrant business. And it really spoke to me in a way that I felt she made me feel capable of achieving anything. And I think that's what really resonated with me. She lifted my spirit before I'd even bought anything from her.
0: Yeah, that's yeah. wonderful, isn't it? You just come across people, don't you, sometimes that you, you talk to and you come away from a chat with them just feeling amazing.
1: Yeah, she just stuck to me. I couldn't get her out of my mind and I thought, gosh, you know, if she's been through it, why can't, and, you know, kind of come out the other side, why can't I do the same thing? And, you know, I just thought, well, I can. There's absolutely no reason. She's
0: told me there's no reason why I can't.
1: I have to believe her. If I don't believe in me, she believes in me and that's good enough.
0: Yeah, brilliant. Okay, that's perfect. And it's just so interesting that you came across her and she's managed to not only help you, but also to help you create a whole new business where you're helping other people, which is just such a wonderful story. So we'll move on to some questions that I've got for you, um, which I think are really going to help the ladies listening. Um, to understand about change and how to improve their lives if they're not feeling particularly happy with what they've got, what they got at the moment, if they're not happy with their load. Um, so my first question for you, Willow, is that change is a key factor when it comes to life improvement. What are the signs that we're ready for change or that we need change in our lives? Well, that's a good question. And I have pondered the answer on this and come up with
1: a million different ways of <laughs> you could answer it without going into too much detail and taking hours on answering it. But I guess, you know, for me and for what I see a lot of my clients is that if if you're looking at your life and there's something you don't like in it and it's not working for you and it's been that way for a long time, for me, that is the one key factor that means you need to do something about it. So, you know, we all have it mapped out in our head what we want to do and can I swear...
0: (laughs) You can swear, absolutely fine. <laughs> I don't think there'll be any kids listening. I don't think they would be interested in this particular podcast.
1: <laughs> you know, it's all mapped out and shit hits the fan. Um, and your life probably isn't bad, but you kind of get stuck in a rut and you've settled and your happiness can kind of fall by the wayside, especially as a solo parent or single parent. Um, and you tend to put all your energy and your resources into becoming a money-making machine because we have to, um, and just kind of getting by for our children. And that's really unfortunate because I do feel like that there is a lot more that you can get out of. And so when things come to that point, I think it really is time to reevaluate that, that journey. It mm. doesn't have to be tricky. You know, it, it's just one step in front of the other. And I think that what delays people in sort of getting ahead with this is that they see it as a huge whole picture of, oh, my God, I've got all these problems and challenges. I don't know where to start. And it's really difficult. When I first started, I was, you know, told don't do all of it at once. Just look at the one thing. What is the one thing? If you change that one thing and made that one thing the most important thing and it could change everything, like it would have a
0: ripple effect, what would that one thing be? Mm, Yeah, I love that. I've actually heard another lady say that to me and that really stayed with me. Um, You know, try to pull it apart, just take one thing and try and deal with that rather than put it put everything together and feel overwhelmed and and I think what's important as well with single mums is that we've had so many changes in our lives already um, many of which we didn't plan for and maybe we didn't even want them so we feel oh my goodness I can't handle any more change in my life but sometimes you have to make further change to be able to deal with the changes that have actually happened in your life you need to you know, you need to look at it as a bigger picture and how, okay, this is what's happened to me. This is where I am in my life now. And now I've got to make further changes so that it works for me and it works for my kids. And try not to be afraid of even more change, even though you've had so much already.
1: Absolutely. I mean, you know, this one thing that she said to me is you've got to understand that In life, in the universe, everything's either growing or it's disintegrating, and that is humans as well. If you look at all the animals, they're either growing or disintegrating. We're we're in evolution or we're dying. We are, as human beings, a living source, and we need to evolve or not, and not evolving basically keeps us where we are. So to look at something with curiosity is probably the easiest way be curious and that's what I am I'm curious about why I do the things I do why my kids do the things I do why do I think this why do I act that way and then it becomes less kind of scary and it's more inquisitive and
0: fun yeah oh yeah fun that sounds good we could all do <laughs> all do with a bit of that um now you talk a lot about limit limiting beliefs um so some people know what they are others don't can you just talk us through what they are um, and how they prevent us from moving forward and creating change in our life
1: yeah absolutely so a belief is an unquestioned emotion of certainty about anything it doesn't necessarily mean something that you have brought into your life a lot of the beliefs that we have come from our parents ourselves Like, if you look at your money beliefs or your relationship beliefs, you will have probably got them from your parents. Like, I know my mum says to me, oh, you have to work hard for your money. Money doesn't grow on trees. That used to be my belief until I did a lot of work on myself. And that is my mum's belief, not mine. So you don't really have to own your beliefs. But really scientifically, what I've got into looking at is the psychocybernetics of the brain. So... The belief is a neural network that's been created in your head. It's actually got a technical term called a sheath, which is really interesting. I just learned that recently. <laughs> <laughs> so
0: Loving yeah. it, yeah. I <laughs> have people
1: that don't think that, you know, beliefs are a real thing. They actually are. Um, so when something is reinforced and repeated, it becomes a belief, which actually becomes a habit, and I call that a paradigm. And everybody has a paradigm, a set of different paradigms or belief systems in their head in a person's life and they basically make the results in our life. So in simple terms, whatever you're thinking creates an emotion and creates a thought which creates the feeling and behaviour and result. You do the result, you get a feeling from the result and that changes, that makes your behaviour happen and then you get a thought. So if you're doing the same thing every single day, which is a belief, then it's just creating the same thing for you every single day. So if it's a negative limiting belief, you're basically just fueling that negative belief subconsciously autopilot um, because I think they say 96 to 98% of everything we do is a subconscious behaviour. So that doesn't leave us a lot for conscious acts. Mm. (laughs) So I've just learned a lot about raising awareness. So I think that, you know, when you're knowing it's sometimes you don't even have to know what your limiting belief is if you raise your awareness to as i said before question the things that you're doing out of curiosity then you're actually sort of changing your behavior with not even knowing it and you're changing your belief because if you question your beliefs like where did they come from what are they about you'll find you probably don't even know the answer and they do come back to your parents and you know you're kind of going i don't like that belief that's a silly idea where did that come from You know, there's no proof in the pudding. And I think that is how you change your limiting beliefs.
0: And I find it extremely empowering to know that if we can recognise what our own limiting beliefs are, then we actually do have the power in ourselves to change them. And that's an amazing thing, isn't it?
1: Oh, absolutely. I mean, being able to, and this is why working on the one thing is so paramount when you do personal development work. Like my personal development goal was to become a calm and confident mother. That's all I wanted to do for a whole year is just work on that. And as I worked on becoming a calm and confident mother, it's just my focus became my obsession. I started to act like talk slower, respond differently. My children responded differently. I attracted different people in my life. Business got more, um, you know, better and things just happened just because I was radiating a calmness. Mm-hmm. it's really interesting if you just focus on one thing how many things actually create a ripple effect from that
0: yeah it's just and it's just that we we just we all have it but we just need to tap into it don't we and sometimes we just need a little bit of help to tap into what our limiting beliefs are um, yeah. and then work out how to change them and I guess that's where you come in and help people
1: that's exactly right oh. Sorry, my dog started barking. Ah, it's not the first time we've had it. You.
0: We often have dogs join in with our podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> we um. We, we have dogs, we have um, babies, we have toddlers, we have all sorts of um, guest appearances um, and I don't mind it at all because um, these podcasts are very much from one mum to another, usually from one single mum to another and it just shows that we are just usually chatting from our kitchen table or from the living room or something like that and it's just a, a relaxed chat which we're sharing with other mums who we can help.
1: Yes, I love that. It's so good. It's just so nice. Apart from my two kids, there's my fur baby, who's 14 years old.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, well, and I will add, it's also school holidays as well. So we are ultra juggling at the moment. But <laughs> it, we'll, we'll move on so we can try and fit, fit yep. our chat into the 30 minutes that I, I try to keep our podcast into now. Now, self-worth is another thing that you focus on in Life Reimagined. Mm. Um, and it's an issue for many single mums. Um, How should we approach self-worth to make it a positive aspect in our lives?
1: I worked a long time on self-worth. When I did a lot of the work with my mentor, um, we basically went straight into the self-worth section of the program that she um, did with me because she knew that if I didn't up my self-worth, none of the other topics would actually work because I was so down on myself from the last relationship. So I guess, you know, with all the hours of me working really long hours in my business um, that I've been doing and with my ex and I worked a lot of business, a lot of hours in my last business because I did that for 12 years, everything in my life represented low self-worth even before I had, you know, the relationship failure. So I think, you know, self-worth goes back can actually go further back from the relationship that you may think you have got your self-worth from because if you had a higher self-worth, you probably never would have got involved in that. And I know that's a pretty bold statement to make and I do apologise if that upsets anyone. But it is the truth. If we do have high self-worth, we probably wouldn't find ourselves in a lot of the situations that we have experienced in our life. Um, It took me a few months to actually swallow that pill and get over it and take responsibility for it. But I know that um, having the self, com- working on my self-confidence and self-worth um, has been a huge milestone for me and I know it because I've always had that self-worth. It didn't just kind of happen. It just kind of got buried with everything that mm. I experienced in my life. Um, so what I've learned is that in reality, you know, self-confidence, self-worth, whatever you want to call it, it's really just a mental state that can be developed over time. Because if your belief is that you have low self-worth and you're not worthy, then that is just something you've already built up in your head or someone has put in your head and how dare they? You don't need to take that. Mm. So I believe that, you know, I would like to say to people that you do have confidence and you do have self-worth. You have to just look at the areas that you have it in and multiply that in the areas that you don't. Yeah. If you keep saying to yourself, I'm not worthy, I'm not worthy, then that is what you will feel and that is how you will project to your world and that is how you'll project to your children. Yeah, but if you, yeah sorry, carry on. It's just so important. I mean, kids, part of why I do what I do is so I can help, you know, a single mums understand how their hidden subconscious paradigms and behaviours can really affect their kids and how what our beliefs, our limiting beliefs are can get put on them and actually create a lot of their life and I think that that is another hard one to swallow you know you don't want to ever wake up and see that your kids have a, a self-belief issue um, <laughs> because you have one
0: yes we have to remember our kids are always watching us um, and we are their their role models whether we realize it or not their eyes are always on us and um, but I was quite excited when you were talking them because I'm, I'm guessing that um, a lot of what you're saying is the reason that you so often see a lot of ladies going into these repetitive negative relationships with people after um, they've broken up from the father of their kids. Um, I know on the single mum vine that we often get people who have been a bit hesitant to get back out into the dating world and then they get out there and they end up in a relationship which is not very satisfactory um, or they have a number of relationships that are like that. Would you say that that's got a lot to do with self-worth when it comes to finding a new relationship?
1: Absolutely. I think it's got everything to do with it. Absolutely everything. Because, like I said, if you don't feel that you're worthy of a certain type of person to attract, you're never going to attract that person. I mean, I like to think of it this way, right? If, if you want love in your life, you have to show that you have the love. Like, you can't get something unless you feel it first. How do you, how do you know what it is unless you feel it? So if you want to feel... Wealthy or rich or loved or any of this you need to if you want that in your life You have to feel it first and the way to feel it first Is to think it and feel it because doing that changes your behaviors and it changes what you actually bring into your life And if you go deeper the universal laws of attraction and manifestation They work like hundred percent they work if you want to get a partner that's going to treat you well You've got to treat yourself well first and mm-hmm. everyone, yeah, and I mean, you know, for me, if I was to ever decide that I wanted to have a partner, which is not going to happen for a while, that's my decision, um, I would write down exactly what I want in a partner, like a shopping list. I would write it down and I wouldn't settle for anything less. And doing that makes it more believable that I could find someone like that the more that I write that, the more my self-worth will increase and the more I will be able to attract someone that has that worth of me. Because if, if a guy doesn't have, I mean, you know, all the good guys, they have good self-worth, right? Yep. They have to be people who have an equal good self-worth about them. So you need, they need to think also about the people that they're trying to attract in. What do they want from them?
0: So it's interesting that really this self-worth thing, it it filters into so many areas of our lives, doesn't it? You have massive change as well. Um, Another thing that you talk about is goal setting, decision making and persistence. Um, All of these things being the way to good positive change in our life. Um, Decision making in particular can be challenging for us single mums. Um, What tips can you give us to make the right decisions which will ultimately lead to positive change?
1: So for me, I I've, um, I love decision making. I was always a very good decision maker um, because my mum was a single mum, and I always just had to make. Deci- I grew up pretty quickly, had to make decisions by myself on a, at an early age. And I like to say that decision making brings order to your mind and your life, and that's how it's reflected. If you ha- you know that's saying if you have an orderly house, you have an orderly life. If you you know have an orderly, whatever your mind is orderly, and that is quite accurate. Um, because everything you have in your mind is reflected in your objective world. That's, you know, the health of your mind and your body and your children, the type of relationships you develop, social circles, amount of money you make, all of these are a decision that you have made or you have not made. And most people find decision-making difficult. I know that. I know a lot of clients I have do. So they fail to make a decision because they procrastinate um, because they don't want to fail um but fear of failure is actually a failure in itself i think when it comes to decision making because if you're not making a decision someone has to make a decision so you're really releasing your power to someone else to make a decision on your part and for me the idea of someone releasing their power who's working on themselves to someone else to make their decision is letting go of all that you have built for yourself Mm. Um, and i think that you know like fear of failure is you know why not have faith instead of fear I mean we're both believing in something you believe in something you can't see anyway so why not choose to have the faith of yourself instead of the fear of what could happen in your decision making.
0: God you Uh, just make perfect sense Willow in what you're saying it's just it all falls into place the way that you explain it (laughs) (laughs) And I mean, with decisions as well, something I often think, and it helps me, is sometimes there is no right or wrong decision, and you're so worried about whether you've made the right decision, but really, even sometimes you make a decision and something doesn't turn out quite as you thought it would, but in the long run, it's okay. So I think we're so worried about right and wrong, but it's just about what we felt, at the time was the right thing to do um, and that might change so I think to put a bit of leniency around decision making rather than feeling that we're going to get um either a a big red cross or um, a green tick it doesn't really work like that in life does it it
1: absolutely doesn't no that's right and you know at the end of the day like what is the worst thing that you're going to make a decision on I mean I know that if it's like a life or death decision you're going to make the right decision as a mum if it's about your kids and it's about yourself, you're going to make the right decision instinctively. So I think you've got to cut yourself some slack and
0: just believe that what you're doing is the right thing. Yes, that's the right word, isn't it? Believe. Believe in yourself. Yes, yes, absolutely. Um. Now... My last question for you, and as you know, because I have spoken to you on a podcast before um, about Share Adobe, which is your other wonderful business, um, I like to leave our listeners with something actionable to take away from these podcasts. Um, So you've given us loads of wonderful advice, but for any single mums listening who are thinking, okay, that's it, I'm going to make some changes to my life and I'm going to boost the quality of my life, what things can they do right now when they finish listening to this podcast to make these wonderful things happen
1: so the major thing that i've learned from almost two years i can't believe it it's gone so fast um is that the things that limited me and what i find limits most people from accomplishing anything that they can conceive in their mind is not a lack of resources most people think they need so much in order to get so much it's not a lack of money or gender or education or your relationship status which is I believe is called independently owned and operated um, it is basically just missing an ingredient of an equation because it is a scientific proven mindset um, is a science is a science and if you have an awareness and you have a want or a wish or a dream or a desire and you back it with your belief of yourself, and your action, you will get a desired result. Because what happens is that as soon as you start actually waking up in the morning and acting differently according to what you want to do with your life, you will actually change your neurochemistry in your body and you will start fighting the things that are limiting you without even knowing it. So if your results are always an expression of your level of awareness, the higher your level of awareness, which is questioning why you're doing the things you're doing and actually getting an answer from it and questioning the answer and finding out why you do the things you do, you will improve the quality of your life for yourself and your others. I mean, we always ask our kids, why did you do that? And why do you think this? And, why do you think that? But do you ever stop and ask yourself these questions? So I think it's really important to question yourself and raise your level of awareness and knowledge of yourself. The more you know about yourself, the better you're going to be at being yourself and choosing how you want to be yourself and choosing how you want to operate your life and choosing how your kids want. And that's the thing. The awareness gives you the choice, gives you the confidence and the belief.
0: In a way, it's sort of saying, take take a little bit of time to look inwards rather than outwards, almost. You know, um, well, we're always looking outwards, aren't we, at what's going on in the world around us and worrying what people are thinking of us, et cetera, et cetera. Mm. But if you question yourself, it's about sort of turning the way you look at things and look at yourself and think about how you feel which to me resonates a little bit along the lines of doing um meditation as well um do you do you um is that something that you talk about in your course meditation
1: yeah i do i do a visualization practice um and i i do it every single day myself i've been doing it for almost 2 years since i started um doing the personal development work because Imagery is a really important thing for us to change our behaviours and our thoughts because we think in pictures. Like if I was to say to you, oh, do you remember what you did on this day? And you'd look back and be like, oh, yeah, I was wearing this and I was doing this. Our brain thinks in pictures. So if we ever want to trick our brain into thinking something different, we need to think in pictures. And through meditation, we get the feeling and the thought and the pictures. And that can ultimately
0: change your
1: neurocircuitry.
0: And also uh, meditation really helps you just to feel more relaxed and peaceful throughout the day and that in itself allows you the time to stop and look for that awareness and to question yourself so all of it together and I'm guessing what life reimagines is it pulls all of these different things in um, just to help people get through each day how, how long does the course actually last for
1: so it's a specialized course
0: um it's it goes for six months.
1: I do one-on-one coaching every single, well, as much as anyone wants. Normally I limit it to once every fortnight, but I have clients that call me all the time and I just can't help but help them open <laughs> <What? laughs> to it all um, because it is a very deep course. I know that people go through um, some really powerful transformations and realisations about themselves and I want to be there for them every step. But six months, months—it took. I, I did eight months. You know, I, I took my time and the program I do it, I've done it three times so far, and each time I do it, I'm a different person. Um, It's a home self-study with me and I help you on Zoom. I have webinars, phone calls. Um, Yeah, and we basically talk everything starts from the goal and the belief system, and we go from there. So if you don't have a goal about what you want, you are kind of a bit don't know where you're going. I mean, we don't kind of drive out of our driveway and not know where we're going to go. We always have some kind of idea of direction and if we don't have a direction in our life, we kind of don't know what we want to aim for. And we don't know what we want to change or who we want to become or anything like that. So I always start everything with goal setting and that makes um point of the decision making in your belief system. So I try and kind of like get down and dirty straight away because I want to find out someone's limiting beliefs so I can help them the best way I possibly
0: can. Mm, I mean, honestly, I'm, I just everything we've spoken about today really resonates with me as well, and I'm sure it will with the listeners, because I think we could all do with this kind of support to get through. Um, I'd love to talk to you a bit more when we come off air about, <laughs> about perhaps doing the course. <laughs> I mean, even just chatting to you about it makes me think, God, I could just cut the, it would just be so supportive. For so many single mums who just need... Because we're all capable of all this stuff. We're all capable of it. Um, and I mean, I do a single mum course um, as part of Beanstalk. And that's what I always say. Look, you know, I'm not telling you stuff that you don't really know and that you're not capable of. But what it is, is your life's so busy at the moment that you just need a little bit of support. You need someone to hold your hand and guide you through it because it's so difficult to do it with all the other elements that, that are happening. So that's where courses like this um, yep. are just so brilliant but you've actually got a freebie or a special for our, our single mums haven't you around life we imagine. so can you just tell us a little bit about that and also where the single mums listening can go to get more information um, or if they want to contact you
1: yeah so I offer free clarity calls for anyone that's interested and that's unlimited so um, I can anyone that wants to um go to my website, which is lifereimagined.com.au. Um, you can book a really free clarity call um, there. And then I can basically go through every single step of the program so you know what you're in for, what you're not in for, you know how it can be customized to you and personalized. Um, and so that's a really good intro into it. But I've never done this offer before. And, it, yes, it's only strictly for your lovely single mom. Thank you. <laughs> I know how good it, it is. I know how much it's helped me dramatically changed my life um I want to offer anyone who's interested in doing it after a clarity call with me 50% off that's half price which is unheard of um for the six month program and I guess the only thing I want in return is just um permission for letting me take you on the journey
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. And I, I'd love to get some single mums doing the course because um, we can then have a chat about it in the Vine and and share um, the experience we're getting from the course and how it's helped us and hopefully encourage other people to do it as well. Because I think one thing as single mums that we always put on the back burner is ourselves um, and our own self-worth which is what we've been talking about and it's so important that we do look after ourselves and we we give ourselves more credit and more love um for the jobs that we're doing
1: absolutely yeah this is you know like as a last message you know if I could like I've not just in myself, have I noticed so many changes, but my kids. So my son's actually going to be four in five days, which is so exciting. <laughs> I believe it. I've made it to four. Um, <laughs> Congratulations.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's that, um, you know, it's influenced their life so much. Um, he actually does gratitude with me every morning and he does meditation with me at night. So, for a four-year-old, that is like, wow, he is like, he says, Mom, I'm so happy and grateful for this house. I'm so happy and grateful for my dog. I'm so happy and grateful for you. Like, he um, is the most um, important work of my life and his sister but she's only one and a half, so she sort of doesn't get it yet. But to show how much this program works, you just have to look at your kids and how it resonates with them. And you're setting them up for such greatness and awareness.
0: Yeah, oh, it sounds absolutely brilliant. Look, I've been um, enthralled by our chat today and I'm definitely going to chat to you more about possibly doing the course myself. Um, And I'm I'm hoping other ladies listening will be feeling the same. And as as you know, I'm a sharer. So um, if I do do something, then I do let everybody know about it so I'll be sharing my story with people so like, watch this space um, to the ladies listening because um, I might have a lot more to say about Willow's course um, <laughs> what excites me the most is how we will have this ability within us to change our life for the better and this this amazingness that we can tap into it ourselves and by doing that we can make positive change it's all about us we're all capable of doing it. And that excites me. Um, Look, it's not always easy as a single mum. We're all trying to juggle crazy, busy lives. Um, But that's where Willow and Life Reimagine can come in and help you. Um, Thank you so much, Willow, for sharing your enlightenment and your knowledge with us today. My pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. It's always a pleasure to have you on the podcast. Um, And to all the single mums listening, I think what we can take from this chat is to never underestimate the power within yourself to make the changes that you need. There's no excuse for not living your best life, both for you and your children. And I hope this podcast has given you the confidence to start making the changes for the life that you deserve. Until next time, ladies, goodbye.